Welcome in the inaugural edition. We're drinking wine. <laughs> Baseball is America's nap time sport. <laughs> rolling my eyes right now, yes. He hasn't done a damn thing. That's what we said. Wow, we've got NFL <laughs> news, we got hockey playoffs, we got PGA Tour news. We've got so much going on in this brand new edition of That's What We Said. John Michael here with you. Catherine here with you. Catherine, what are you thinking of this sports week? I'm excited. Yeah. Excited to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, shoot. We like so to keep it local. Happened. We like to start out fresh, legit local, as we yeah. call it here. We've never called it that. We're calling it that now. <laughs> Let's talk about the Preds. Man, I so much has happened with the Preds this week. So there, I'm sure it was heard all around Nashville, the goalie interference call. Unbelievable. That cost us the game. And really took the league by storm. Yes, it was yeah. trending. So apparently, let me pull this up because I've got a yeah, go good right tweet. Um, so according to the NHL, so those who don't know, we scored a last-second goal to yeah. – it would eventually have us win the game – or tie it, sorry. It would have us tie the game for us to go to overtime. And the referees decided to call it goalie interference, which would then give it – it's a no, no goal. Right. So – I feel like goalie interference is something that is – there's rules for it and what it is, but at the same time, it's very – what's the word I'm trying to look for? It's gray. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a gray area there. I mean, for the last few years, this has been like a point of contention. Like anyone who's been following the NHL the last few years, there's always a, a handful of controversial calls. And there's going to probably be some in the playoffs with right. goaltender interference. There's going to be times when – players clearly kick the goaltender right. and it's not called and it's one of those penalties where there's some gray area built into it and that sort of leaves room for you know whether it's a conspiracy theory or whether it's a, a you think maybe something with the refs right but it, it's it's kind of a thing and I it was it came to a head at that game I it think. really did and there's an explanation of why they called it the way that they did so the deliberate actions of Victor Arvidsson's stick caused the goalie to spin and, and caused the covered puck to come loose prior to the goal. Apparently, Peter Laviolette said it was a tough call. We obviously feel it was the Panthers' defensive men who caused the goalie to be disruptive. He got on the backside of RV and moved him, so we 100% disagree with the call, which is what a lot of people on Twitter were saying. And it was, I mean, it was trending on Twitter and about how people were tweeting at the NFL saying how they just messed this up, which at the NFL, like it was the referees and it was, you know, it, they decided on that call. But even Kiefer Sutherland yeah. tweeted out, which apparently he's around Nashville sometimes, which I didn't know that. Another random person around. Who's always around Nashville, which I understand there's no paparazzi, there's no media, there's nothing. No one would know. So he tweeted out saying, hey, NHL, I love you and always will, but you totally blew that mm -hmm. for the Preds. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I retweeted it because how are you not going to retweet Jack Bauer? <laughs> and the tweets for that were hilarious. NHL better watch out because Jack Bauer's got 24 hours to come and talk to you, <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. I also, there was a lot of people saying, obviously, that RV was pushed into the goalie, n knocking the puck loose. Yeah. And there's a huge push by a Panther and all those. And that's exactly what Olivia Lett said. 
And so obviously they don't agree with it. So you can't go back and change that. And no. in the end, we got our home ice advantage. We got the presidential trophy. We got we central, sure you know, division champions. That the first all of time, those. Yeah, the first time we've ever gotten it as a franchise. Yeah. But let me ask you this. So they've been giving out the president's trophy for the team with the most points that year. They've only been doing that for 32 years. Okay, Out of those 32 years, only eight teams have then actually won the Stanley Cup. Only eight out of 32. So that's what? A third-ish. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast. I'm not a math major. (laughs) But it's not a majority. So does that worry you? No, it doesn't worry me because it doesn't mean anything. I'm really worried about the Stanley Cup trophy is what I'm worried about. <laughs> I don't care about the presidential crap. It's just another it's just another banner to raise. Right. You know? Absolutely. That's all it is. All it is. Well, I'll tell you what, the Prez definitely looked like for most of the year like they were the best team in the NHL. And let me just hearken back to a few years ago. My Ducks, Anaheim Ducks, won the President's Trophy. They were one of the best teams in the regular season NHL for at least three or four years, like up there with the top like three teams. They just could never get it done in the playoffs. Now they're falling off a little. Some of their big play guy big player guys are getting up there in age, Getzloff, Perry, and those guys. So but anyway, they could they would just be crushing teams, good, bad, and just winning a lot of games, getting a lot of points, and then at eventually at some point in the playoffs that fairy tale, you know, sort of yeah. dies. So we've already from seen my past experience I worry about our preds, you know. I think here's a good thing about that game. So the one with the with the goalie interference call. Okay. So in the long run, didn't affect us negatively because mm-hmm. we still got what we needed out of the next game. But I think that right there is good motivation for them in the playoffs because it impacted them negatively and they saw the outreach from the fans. They they see that. Mm-hmm. Like, they understand that. And especially when they won the next game and they flew home. Do you know how many Nashvillians were out there to – greet them home from the airport at 1230 at night. Let me guess. Let me guess. guess. I don't know. Okay. I don't know the correct number, but the videos that I saw, it was packed. It was like playoff time. Wow. So obviously it had to do with them, you know, getting those milestones, but it's crazy. The fan base. And even with that woman who I forget her name, but she's a hairdresser here in Nashville. She sent off that catfish. Ooh. to the NHL home office. Ooh. They thought they were getting a little home cooking from Nashville? No, no. And so she sent it. The catfish was just a couple dollars, but apparently the shipping fee to ship that was like $146 or something insane like that. And she was like, NHL office, you know, something's coming for you, that kind of thing. And so inside the box, she just wrote, you suck, smiley face, mm-hmm. with the catfish in there. And so that went viral in Nashville for sure because everyone – Love that because they're big catfish, big catfish yeah. loving city. Yeah, yeah. Especially with our little tradition. Yeah. So that's woven which into the. Preds. I'm sure the five people that are listening understand. Are we up to five? <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, understand that Nashville during playoff will throw catfish onto the ice, preferably like before pump people up, mm. but. Obviously, they don't want to do it during play because that'll obviously negatively impact the team. Right. But I think that's – was it the Red Wings who would throw squid on the yeah, ice? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that just – that's where all that came And there's from. been other teams that have thrown stuff yeah. on. Um, but, yeah, the live, like, creature thing, yeah, they threw the squid. Yeah. Down there. So that's where that came from. But anyway, so the mayor, the new mayor, I might add, mm. uh, he mm. 
personally wrote a check for her and surprised her at her work, but she's a hairdresser really? in Nashville, surprised her at her work with a personal check, paying her back for wow. that shipping fee and everything. Wow. And he was like, on behalf of Nash- all of Nashville, you know, we think it was great what you did and we don't think you have to pay for that, like all that sort That's of stuff. Good. So they, of course, they were like a camera crew. That's good PR. It's, it's good PR, PR for the new mayor. It's good community engagement. It They're is. paying attention. They reached Which is, out to her. It's what they news. should have done. Honestly, that's 100% what they should have done. So anyway, and then I saw later from her Twitter that she got a call from someone at the NHL office. She was like, I can't disclose who it was, but they said they thought it was hilarious wow. and they loved it. That's hilarious. So all in all, I think it was positive. What had happened obviously sucked at the time, but it's okay yeah. because... We're good now. Well, and I just love the fact that it's a little bit lighthearted. That there's not oh, it bad is. blood. They didn't send yeah. like a goat head. Like I don't right. know if you know, but like some Chicago Cub fan like sent a cut off goat head to like the city office or whatever one time that's after the too Cubs much. in the playoffs because the curse of the Billy Goat. Like that's over the top. This was lighthearted. So you got someone calling from the NHL office. They're having a chuckle down there. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's nice to see. But I did see on Twitter how Bridgestone Arena might have catfish. Yeah. Actually in yeah. the arena. Nice. So we'll see how that goes. I think because there's the last, I believe it's the last home game tonight. Yeah. At the pre- at the Bridgestone Arena, but I don't think it's available yet because I haven't mm-hmm. seen any pictures of people in front of it. Mm-hmm. I think it might just be a playoff thing. Yeah. But yeah. someone said, oh, my Lord, we're going to have a live catfish in the arena. Uh-huh. You just see these big tanks being built out. So I don't know if that's just for pictures and just for, like, a catfish or if people will have the opportunity to buy them. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously not because they're live at that point. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's probably just going to be for show kind of thing. But yeah. I think that's that's awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge selling point and like for people to tune into the playoffs last year because media soaked that up mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, they they had a whole up. skit with Taylor Mawan and one of the uh, – the announcer guys to how they smuggle in catfish, like mm-hmm. how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious and they just loved it so much. So they should be doing that for sure. Yeah. If the playoffs were to end right or I guess tonight's the last game. If the playoffs, if there were no other games going on right now, the Preds would play the St. Louis blues. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I, like I don't that. know about you, but I like that. Yeah. They um, lost to Chicago good, the other night. I'm I'm okay with yeah, that. We'll be fine. We'll so, be fine. But that, it'll be a good matchup, but I think overall we'll yeah, it'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, like I feel confident <laughs> with that. <laughs> feel confident. I mean, I like I'm fine with blues fans. I don't have an issue with blues fans. Oh yeah, blues fans are fine. Yeah. It's just it's mostly Chicago. A town it's Chicago and Pins fans that really just get under my skin because they're like, oh, Preds fans suck, whatever, like Prednex, whatever, which is hilarious. I love that. I actually. love Prednex. <laughs> yes, I love the That's term Prednex, really which is funny because they think it's it's like making fun of us. Really, we love that term, mm-hmm. and they don't understand Smashville, like Smashville. Yeah, it's, you know what? Fine. Whatever. I don't really get it's it either, you. but you know what? <laughs> Smashville, I love it. <laughs> it's it's awesome. People love it. So anyway. But yeah. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff going on in hockey. We're bearing down on the playoffs. Okay. So speaking of prize, did you see where on April 1st for April Fools, the Titans came out saying that April 4th, they're going to be releasing new uniforms. Yeah. And they said this way back. This, yeah. They've been saying this for a while. Yeah. So, so of course, 4th, April, April 4th, 4th, Florida Georgia Line, which come on. 
FGL. FGL. <laughs> We're gonna be performing before the actual like live event of where they would show off these uniforms. So for April Fools, the Preds decided to sh- say like, oh, here's leak of the Titans, New Jersey's, whatever. So it's, and it's all Preds gold. Mm-hmm. So I at first when I saw that, I didn't realize it was April first. So I was like, shut up. I was like, I'm so down for this. And then I looked at the date and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. It's April Fool's. And so yeah. I started looking at everyone's reply to the tweet. And they were like, I know it's April 1st. I get that. And it's April Fool's. But these would be fire. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone was saying like how awesome this would be. Because you got the Preds in, in the gold. And you've got the National Soccer Club in the same colors as well. So obviously they're not going to change their two-tone blue for this. But it right. would be, it would be. What if it was like a Thursday night? The color, color rush. Yeah, the yeah, color I rush. Love why them. shouldn't? It, why couldn't they? Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. But I just thought that was really funny, that they kind of spoofed the whole. Yeah, and the fact reveal. that people loved them. I mean, people like different color jerseys. I mean, like and mixing it up, you know. And so, but I saw. But what do you think of the actual jerseys? I'm indifferent uh-huh. with them. It's not that I love them. But it's not that I hate them. Because I didn't have an issue with the other jerseys. Oh, I was like, sick of them. See, I don't really care. Ugly shoulder pad design. No thought to it. I See, I don't mm-hmm. really care about that. At all. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was... if it, I can't, I'm trying to think of a team that I think has ugly jerseys. And I wonder if, if they were my team, if I would not buy a jersey because of that. And mm-hmm. I don't think I would. I think no matter what my team wore... I would buy that and wear that. I think the Bears have ugly jerseys. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I can just think of the ones I like. I like the Dolphins uniforms. Love the Buccaneers. Listen, I wear UT orange. UT orange all day, yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah, people are like, that's the ugliest orange ever. No. I don't I don't agree with that. Anyway, but um, I don't, I'm indifferent about them. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I have to say negatively is I feel like the lettering or the numbers should be a little thicker. Because when you have double digit double digit letters, it's just the lines are really thin. I don't know. I get they're trying to be a little more Greek looking with the numbers. Yeah. Just make it a little thicker. Yeah. And then I would have liked it just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I would. Mm-hmm. That is like a design complaint that I have. But uh, I'm fine with the shoulders. Fine I like with the shoulders. Fine with it. I mean, they just. I mean, I guess I like the fact that the helmets are dark instead of yeah, all white. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I hate the white helmets. Yeah. They're ugly. But I think overall, I think overall people are, that's the overall consensus. Like some people think they're ugly, some people think they're good. And some people aren't well, I've them. actually got a poll here from okay. 125 The Game. The question, do you like the new uniforms? The answers, love them, like them, eh, and hate them. So what came in the first was like them. At what percent? 41% of people like them. But... And then you have 19% of people love them. So there's not a whole bunch of people oh, that are why? saying, love, love. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's 41% like the second, 34% eh, yeah. and then 20% love, and then hate is only 6%. See, so no yeah. one really hates yeah. them. They, they I feel were like sick of the old ones. Yeah, I feel like so, that's the overall. Yeah. So let's get to NFL. Um, What do you think? Have you been following the whole saga with the NFL catch rule? And how no one knows what it catches. A little bit. No I understand the reasoning behind it, yeah. So did you hear what the new rule no. was? All right, let me throw it at you and you let me know what you think. Now, before I say it, now, 
not even giving specifics, but did you think the old one was confusing? That was stupid, yeah. You thought the old catch rule was Because stupid. you okay. could look at two different games and it'd be called catch one game and it'd be called catch the next. I understand they have to make like a, what is it, like a football move where they have to act like the receiver? At that's the, the new, that's okay. from the new rule. But okay. before they had to survive the ground, they had to like maintain possession to the ground, they had to take multiple steps. It was a little bit more, supposedly more Just difficult. Just let them play the game. But they have to have a point where, because these catches are going to sometimes come down to, and they have to have, they have to draw like a black and white right. line. So the newer rule is three parts. One, you have to have control of the ball. Okay, simple enough. You get the ball in your hands, you have to have control of it. You have to have two feet down or a body part down. So, and that makes sense. That's always been a thing. Um, and then the third thing is you have to make a football move. Now, this is what people are getting worried about because it's vague. Mm-hmm. And that basically constitute like a, a third step or, you know, some kind of a move extending or sort of twisting. That means you have possession and you have to catch. So what do you think of that? I feel like it sounds like the exact same thing. <laughs> I feel like it's fine. Like, just leave it. Like, I think it's a little bit different. The whole football move thing was never an official well, thing. What's what's the other rule that you have to do a football move? I feel like I've heard that before. They've said that before, but it was never, like, built into oh. the rules officially. But the oh. official thing was that you have to have maintained possession of the ball to the ground. And what was happening was players were catching it, having possession. But then when they hit the ground, they would lose possession of the ball. And those would be called non-catches. Right. Which in my right. mind makes sense, but if it looks like they, they already pissed, caught yeah. it before, people are getting pissed off yeah. and saying it should be down and all this other stuff. Now that's out. Now yeah. you can catch the ball and hit the ground and it can move. As long as you make a football move, okay. which is a little gray, yeah. so people don't like that about it. But I think it's fine. Like It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it and makes it kind sense. of eliminates the whole ground and movement thing. Okay, so when they break the plane of the end zone, I feel like it doesn't matter where that ball goes at that point, as long as it... As long as it breaks that plane, that's a touchdown. Now, I feel like at one, was it the Super Bowl? Or was it an important game where somebody broke that plane and yet they were talking for forever if it was a completed catch or not, if it, it counted and everything? That, of course it counts. It doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as it passes it, that's that's a touchdown. That play that you're talking about would be a catch with the new rule. Okay. And they thought about I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember who it was. but It was New England, right? I can't remember. So there's a couple more NFL rules I want to run by you. Okay. This one didn't make it through, but it was a controversial one of topic. Pass interference. Right now, pass interference, there's not a set amount. If you interfere with someone way down the field in the end zone and you had the ball in the 20, if there's pass interference in the end zone, you get the ball in the one. It can be a 60-yard penalty. Right. Well, there's been people saying, you know, it's too easy to get it called. They need to just make pass interference penalties. 15 yards per thing every time. They didn't pass that through. They're keeping it to where it can be as many yards as it is. It's a spot foul. Do you think they should change pass interference to just a 15-yard penalty? No, because if they caught it, they would have been in the, at least that far away. Or they would have gained at least that. Right. So they needs to be there. But people are saying it's too easy to get pass interference. All you got to do is just throw them up. You'll get one 9 out of 10 times or whatever. 4 out of like 8 it's times part of the or game. something. Part of the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, then feel, we agree on I that. I don't feel right. like that's an easy penalty. I don't know. I, I don't I, agree I, with that. I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't want because if you make it a 15 yard penalty, what'll happen is 
you know, if a guy was about to get past you and get open down the field, you could just hold him or do pass interference on him every time and right. take that 15 yard penalty every right, single time. Exactly. So that would be why I didn't like it. I was just throwing that at you. All right. So yeah. we agree on that. All right. Forget that. All right. The next thing the NFL has been taking little steps the last few years, kind of moving away from the kickoff into the direction of no kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's just a breeding ground for injury. It's literally one team on one side, one team on the other, and then like war, they literally go at each other. And then there's tons of injuries. They're going full speed. So they've been cycling it out. Now the ball goes out of the back of the end zone more often than not. You don't see as many returns. And there's rumors, there's talking about getting rid of it. How do you feel about this? I feel like isn't this half the reason why people watch football? Is because... They want to see people get hurt and they want to see people running as fast as they can towards each other. And yes. just that's half the reason why people watch it anyway. Just Agreed. think about it. If they, these are gladiators about yes. to kill each other. Yes. In and an arena. In an a coliseum. Watching it. Yeah. That's the whole reason. It's just instead of killing each other, they all live and make millions upon millions of dollars. Right. And that's the difference. But yet they're practically killing each other over for a ball. That's, I mean, that's just what people want to see when they watch football i don't think that those they should be eliminated from nfl at all no leave them in why do we have to do all these what are they gonna do to it what are they gonna do like just throw it in the air and see who catches it like i don't understand are they gonna start off at the 15 yard line or 30 yard line whatever every single no well and i think the xfl they're not gonna do kickoffs they're gonna start each team is gonna start on like the 20 that's They gotta figure out their own identity. And then, like, yeah, no, you're right. And then before the XFL, when they did it, they put a football in the middle and put a player on Shut each side, up. and they just ran to it it's, in the middle and see who could get it first. It's That's dodge literally ball. what they did. One hundred percent, yes. You know what? I'd be okay with watching that. <laughs> A lot of people loved it. I'd be okay with watching that. That's so, so funny. So that's the throwback to the XFL. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't think they need to completely eliminate that at all mm-hmm. because one. Punters and kickers don't get a lot of recognition anyway, mm. and they obviously don't get paid as much, and people don't think they're as athletic. But you gotta be athletic to be a punter and kicker, man. They just you don't have get good leg athletics. Yeah, they don't get enough recognition no, at all. At all. Now, are they weird and sort of on their own end? Do they even shower after games? I don't know, <laughs> but they. Because they're not, not out there relevant. a lot. Because they're not out there doing much. But you much. know what they are doing? They're doing warm-up kicks every single minute. But you know what? That's a workout, man. Yeah. And it comes down to them a lot of the times if they win or lose a game. Yeah, they got to be. So they're under a lot of pressure. It's a tough position. And it, it is. An, it is an important one. It is. It's very mental as well. Yeah. Speaking of mental, I got to get to this. <laughs> okay. um, so the PGA Tour is going on right now. There's the thing in Augusta or whatever. Tiger is back. He's... Are you talking about the Masters? Did yeah. you refer to the Masters as a thing in Augusta? Yeah. What should I the, refer to the, as? The Masters. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. The Masters. <laughs> the Masters. I mean, I don't watch a lot of golf, all right? Okay. So... I don't know if you know, but you have to like be super quiet when you're there. Oh, like, yes, you can't, the rules. Like, talk. Oh, yeah, the there's, like, there's, rules. There's rules. There, so you have to be quiet, and there's a certain dress code as well. There's a certain dress code. It, it's, but it's over very, the top. Tra- it's very traditional, extremely traditional right. there. Like, their, their sandwiches are literally still $3. I know, like, a I couple heard dollars. That. But you know how much it costs to go? 
Oh, it's so expensive. You it's can barely get tickets. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And no, the heart, you have to like know someone. Yes. You have, you have, to, have to, like to know somebody to know somebody or something like that. And then the tickets are like five, six grand. So, yeah. And that doesn't include the airfare. But anyway, did you hear that they banned the term dilly dilly? <laughs> you are not allowed to say dilly dilly. Apparently it was too distracting to the hoity-toity types watching the PGA Tour, the Masters, the Augusta. I mean, come on, for fuck's sakes. We're saying that now. <laughs> That's hilarious. And, and hilarious. Bud Light actually sent like over a thousand t-shirts there with just Dilly Dilly on there. Isn't that funny? But that's not even the funniest part. Dilly Dilly is just one of a list of words that have been free banned. Free Meek. Is Free Meek on there? Do I see that? Free, free meek. meek is on there. What's Free Meek? <laughs> free Meek Mill. Oh. Meek, meek Mill, Nicki Minaj's ex, who's in prison. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, there's Baba Booey. Can't say Baba Booey. That's too... I mean, what are Where's we? That what from? are we, Prednex? No, you can't say Baba Booey. What's Baba Booey from? I don't know. I have no idea when that's I wonder from. if this is just like what people have yelled in the past. Oh. And they're like, okay, you can't say this. Jimmy Carter eats peanuts. <laughs> the sea of people. Because if you say peanuts really fast, it sounds like oh, peanuts. Right, right, right. Yeah, all right. Bikini wax. Drive it, Miss Daisy. Nobody beats the whiz. Can you hear me now? And then in parentheses, good. Literally, like from the commercial from Verizon Wireless. I mean, isn't this ridiculous? That's insane. I never heard of such a thing. Get over yourself. You want people to watch your sport? Let them have fun. Let them drink a few beers and yell dilly dilly. Here's here's what I have to say about that. It's like they're trying to squeeze diamonds out of coal in their ass. Chill out. Stop being so uptight. This is one tournament that this is like this. Every other golf game, they can be as crazy as they want. Is that true? I'm pretty sure that there's some hoity-toity types in the other tournaments too. Now, I'm sure they have to be quiet at some some point in the other tournaments but i was watching one i don't know what the name of it was months ago and there literally was a hole where there was an arena literally holds thousands of people yeah where they just sat around one hole and they were crazy that's awesome they were just crazy loud cheering and stuff and being you know saying whatever they want there's not rules like that in other tournaments that these golfers play at all right, the I guess Masters, that makes it better, but the yeah. Masters is completely different. It's just so it's just so much tradition is behind it. I don't know because I obviously I was born in Augusta. My dad and his dad have history with the Masters, and my uncle have history with the Masters, and I just love the tradition of it. I really do. I'm not some big huge golf fan, but when the Masters come on, I'm definitely watching it and I'm definitely enjoying the tradition of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have all these other, you have all these old golf players that come back and they'll play. Because, you know, once you win, you're automatically invited back every single year. Mm. So once you win that green blazer, you're always invited back, no matter how old you are. So it's just really cool to see all those past players. And they have all these really cool documentaries on them whenever there's a slow period. And it's just, it's just all about traditions. They want to make sure that it doesn't get ruined Mm -hmm. by rednecks. Yeah. Because that's what they would be. By people trying to enjoy themselves, standing there being quiet, you know, straight in their cacks. I mean, they come on, have, let them yell dilly be, dilly out. They only have to be quiet when they're actually hitting the ball. 
It's not that they can't talk during the when they're walking to the next hole. They can say whatever they want. They when hit have it. you ever wanted to go pay money to go somewhere and have people tell you to be quiet? Like only I when they're hitting. The only when they're hitting the golf ball. I mean, I agree they shouldn't be getting out of hand when they're hitting the golf ball or whatever, but you got to let them cheer. You got to oh, let them do. yell stuff they do. out. Like, they I literally just, yell as soon as they hit it, get in the hole every single time. I just think it's just an example of over-the-top control over, we don't want him to lose the tradition of it. Like, keep now, all the tradition in there. But, like, let a little of the, the sort of new age, the millennial group, let these guys in. Let Make it more of an accessible event. Let them, you know, give it, loosen the grip on some of the smaller things like yelling dilly dilly or baba booey yeah. or free meek. Who gives a shit? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I do think but, I mean, certain for tra- tradition in general. I do think certain phrases, that's a little, that's a little crazy. I mean, especially those. I mean, it's not like they're like inappropriate. I mean, they and, wouldn't be bleeped on the radio. And they have to think about it. If people hear free meek or people hear dilly dilly, on the television, yeah, that stuff would go viral. Yeah, on Twitter. people would be like, "Hey, you know, dilly dilly." Hey. It would be hilarious. So that's like good PR. Agreed. So I don't necessarily agree with all that. You know, it's just a bunch of old guys, exactly, sitting around a table saying they don't need to be saying this. Yeah, next what's, to their stack of newspapers and what's dilly dilly mean? I don't know what that means, but I don't need to be saying it. Yeah, and but then again, I wonder if that's a like a copyright infringement thing. No, it's not. Bud Light sent the T-shirts down there. They oh, want that promotion. Okay. They want, you know, because that's from their ad campaign. Right. But like, no, the no, the powers oh. that be, they don't like it. The old rich white men are not approving. <laughs> hey, Tiger's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, how do you feel about Tiger playing? I want him to do good. Really? I want to see him come back because if you think about it this way. His he was literally on the top. He couldn't get any higher than where Tiger was. Making his sport known, being one of the richest athletes, surpassing all of these other sports, and just being an icon, he literally went all the way down to the bottom in the most embarrassing way. Over he had all this off off the field issues. With over having consensual sexual relations, lots of with <laughs> with women, but the term is consensual. So it doesn't bother you that he was cheating on his wife and I mean, drinking and driving and fucking waitresses from Perkins? <laughs> I mean, that might, that says a little bit about your character a right, little bit. Right, But in today's world, that's that's nothing compared to some of the stuff that goes on today. You're right. You're right. There's plenty of worse. Now, I, I how people, how, how his wife reacted shows us how she feels about it. So she obviously didn't know. Or which maybe is she not, or like yeah, which no one wants that for you know, spouse or anything like that. So he he shouldn't have been, but the fact that he wasn't like a really weirdo and was doing like non consensual stuff like that's that's completely different. Mm-hmm. But of course, obviously shows not your you know you don't have best character obviously. Yeah. But he's been coming back. He's been trying. You know he's he's been getting better. So. I mean, it's hard because it's like, oh, you could be a little bit of a jerk. But at the same time, you're one of the greatest athletes in our you know, generation right now. So you go back and forth with that. But overall, I hope he does I hope he does well. You don't want people to fail all the time, you know? Yeah. So hopefully this is a good comeback for him. And he realizes that he came a long way. Yeah. And Nike never forgot him. <laughs> no, they didn't. And Nike doesn't even make golf clubs anymore. Did you know that? No. They stopped making their golf apparel line. It, it costs too much money. Not just apparel, but their equipment. 
It cost too much money, and they weren't making enough off it. So mm, I can see that. Real quick, Connor McGregor. Connor, oh, tell Connor. me what you think about the Connor McGregor audience or uh, saga. So I follow Connor on Instagram. Do you really? I really do. What kind of stuff does he post? The Workout biggest, stuff? cockiest <laughs> post ever, and I love it. Here's why I love it. I am not the biggest UFC fan. Now I have been getting into it a little bit more lately. But I haven't been like I was never a big UFC fan because I can't handle broken bones and awkward hits and like stuff like that. I can't handle that. So in my mind, I'm thinking every cage fight, there's broken bones, there's shattered ankles, there's all this sort of stuff going on. I was like, I can't watch that. But then I started watching more and more with some friends and I was like, oh, this is actually super cool. And I want to be one of those people just fighting. I'm, I'm not. But I was like, can you imagine, like, see some of these females fight like they're badass. Yeah. Fighting each other. And then they give each other hugs afterwards. And it's just so funny to me how you can go and fight somebody and bloody each other up and give you broken noses. And it's like, oh, we're cool afterwards. It's all for money. I get that. But anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're laughing all the way to the so, bank. <laughs> I obviously got more into Conor McGregor during the whole hype for the Mayweather fight. I was like, what is this all about? Like, why do people care? So I looked more into it. And I was like, oh, this is why. Because he is insane. <laughs> yes. He is literally He's insane. Yeah. And Mayweather isn't that much better anyway. I don't really like him as a person either. Anyway. He's a cocky SOB. Like all these fighters are. Yeah. And he's had, like, assault allegations with women and stuff as well. Which I understand because you're a fighter. You're going to have those tendencies maybe. I don't know. Either way. So, Conor McGregor, he's a bit of a dick with this whole him getting charged for assault. and There was a press conference with Dana White and and a couple fighters for an upcoming thing they're doing. I want to say it's this weekend. Or if not, it's very very soon. And so it was a press conference for that fight. It literally had nothing to do with McGregor. He wasn't supposed to be there. But do you know why he was there? It's because one of Conor McGregor's teammates apparently got, I don't know if he was jumped or if he was cornered, he was something negative towards him. He had a him. beef with one yes, of the other beef guys. beef with a couple of the other guys, and Conor heard about that. He got his private jet, flew from Ireland or wherever he's from, yeah. down to New York just to defend his friend. So he's got some loyalty he got some loyalty. Well, it isn't to the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> he could say F you to the UFC real quick because he took his lightweight title away. I know. So yeah. that I think that was part of it as well. But because Conor McGregor reacted the way that he did, he literally came out York, to New York and was assaulting people, like literally assaulting people. He threw a dolly through a window. Through, through a, a van, like a van window. And those were the, where the UFC fighters were in. And so because he threw that into a window, that caused cuts and bruises and stuff on people's faces, which which canceled three fights. Right. One of them canceled was his was his teammates mm-hmm. because he was, you know, that's the reason why he was down there. So three fights got canceled because of him. He got arrested and charged for legit shit. And Dana White was like, this is a really bad career move for him. At first, I thought it was all PR. I thought it was That's all. That's what I was going to bring up. I thought yeah. it was all for the UFC, all for Connor. But no, he's literally insane. He had to be on something. He had to have been on something. I mean, to I react saw his mugshot. He, he, he didn't look strung out or anything. But I mean, it's insane. But the fact that Dana White has constantly been up his butt, like his buddy and best friend and all the sort of stuff. And now he's like, he made an effing mistake. Like, 
he should not be doing this right now is a bad career move, and he needs to turn himself in, basically. Which he did, and he did um, fifty thousand dollar bail and right. all that stuff. But it's just insane, and he hasn't posted anything about it on Instagram Instagram yet. But um, I aspire to have his Instagram captions on my own pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just crazy. It's just, it's it's insane the whole situation. Yeah. So I just I wanted to get your thoughts yeah. on that. I he's a very polarizing figure. He's nuts. He was bagging groceries in Ireland before he was in UFC. And now oh, yeah, he's he, he paved his way. He worked hard to he get where really he's did. at. And I respect him for that. And I that do. shows that there's more to him than just some dope who ended yes. up in the right place at the right time. I mean, he was bagging groceries, working at a gro- grocery store, living on food stamps, literally. Yeah. Food stamps in there. So and good I res- for him. Yeah, I think, I think that shows a lot about his character, but it also the stuff he's doing now is – it's has negative for him mm-hmm. but i respect his girlfriend because she's she stayed with him all hot. through that she yeah, yeah she's attractive yeah. but she obviously was in a relationship with him while he didn't have a job and but he was still going to train and she was like supporting both of them kind of thing and then she was there the whole time with him and of course he could have had side stuff the more popular he got but, if he didn't, God bless him. Because I know I'm sure he's had the opportunity. I'm sure. I'm sure he's had the opportunity. But I respect her for that. Yeah. Um, I hope, you know, I don't know what she's like personally. But anyway, just a crazy situation yeah. with him. So they asked Justin Bieber his thoughts. Why? Why does anyone care what Justin Bieber has to say about it? Are they friends? I'm not sure why. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure they, they know each other. They're both rich and hang out in on the oh, West Coast. Sure. But he said, quote, we all make mistakes. They asked Chris Brown about it. Because Chris Brown is the Dr. Phil of oh, these yeah, kind uh-huh. of situations. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> we all get crazy sometimes. <laughs> That's what Chris Brown oh, Well, he's say. the perfect example of someone to ask about Obviously. that. <laughs> he beat down Rihanna like yes. in a street. So, Yet um, he is living his best life. Mm-hmm. So another one, quick hitter right yeah. at you. Tim Tebow. We got to do a Tebow update here. He gets dumped from the spring training major league level back down to single A, high A, and then they promoted him up to double A, and in his first game, his first pitch, he hits a homer. Now, he's only played in one game, and that was the only hit he got. He went one for four for the rest of the game. So do you think there's any future for Tim Tebow in in baseball? I don't see him progressing, and at his age, in baseball, you know, he's going to be considered old pretty soon. And I just think that's just where he's just not progressing. Mm-hmm. He's really not. I think he's a good ball player, but is he a major he's, league He's level? a good ball player. He is at the level that he's at. Yeah. And now I don't know his stats. I don't know everything. But I do see, obviously, when he gets a home run, it's a, it gets popular on Twitter. And people love him. People go to the games because he's, he's going to be playing. Absolutely. So that's really good for that league in general. Right. So, I mean, I think it's positive. I think it's great. He's living his dream. Like he said before, you know, people scrutinize him for doing this. And he's just said over and over, this is my dream. I don't know why people are putting me down when I'm going out there and doing something about it. He says, I've tried the NFL thing. didn't work out. Now I'm going to try my other dream is playing baseball. And that's what I'm doing. So I respect him for that a whole lot. So, and plus he'll always have SEC 
Yeah, so, I always have SEC Network. And you know what? Let me see him in the XFL. Let me see him in the AAFL or whatever. He might be over it. He might be over it at this point. <sighs> I, I don't think not. he wants to be a Johnny Menzel, so. All right. Let me switch gears real quick. Um, this isn't sports related. Okay. Um, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Gosh. I feel like we can – this is obviously more of a sports-related podcast, but when, whatever we want to talk about, I yeah, feel like this is, let's do it. Yeah, agreed. And this podcast is more than just a sports podcast or a podcast in general. This is a living, breathing organism that will with evolve <laughs> with us as we as we sort of move along with it. So you want to talk about taking trips, booking hotels, right. talk about expensive hotel stays. Oh, shit, do we have a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Already? Did TripAdvisor sponsor us already? <laughs> Not quite. I'm still getting them to return our calls. It's, it's pretty tough. Um, what do you think about an $800,000 a night hotel fee per night? $800,000. I mean, you'd have to be, I mean, what would you, what do you, what would you expect from that type of price? I Let me just think about what, $49, $59 motel, you're basic, you're more expensive, you get the couple hundred dollars, you get the thousand. Eight hundred thou per night. What are you expecting from that? I expect people to be waiting on me hand and foot, changing my clothes, giving me whatever I feel like eating. I don't even have to tell you what I got to eat. You have to read my mind mm-hmm. and tell me what I want to do. I better have inside pool, balcony pool. I mean, it better be the greatest view in the world. It better be something. I'm not paying a almost million dollar house yeah. for one. No. Right. Yeah, I need a, a row of super hot women. I need them coming from the ceiling with grapes. I need them opening my bed for me when I'm hopping in and tucking me in. Like, I'm needing the full royal treatment. I want continental breakfast in bed. Whatever the million dollar equivalent of that is there. I need Beyonce to come see me in Lullaby. Okay? Um, yeah, and yeah, exactly. So um, for me, I'll take Beyonce singing me a Lullaby too. Actually. Right, right, right. So this hotel is something that's going to be launching in 2021. Where? Um, I'm glad you asked because it'll be in space. The first, <laughs> the first, it's called Aurora Station. Honestly, it'll, that makes sense. Yeah, and it'll be a, a, a it's a small 455 square foot little module, which is basically like a small one person studio apartment style. Yeah, but, but that's probably big for a spaceship. Anyway, it was six. It would seat six people, two crew, four passengers, and they would. It's basically just a, a spaceship that orbits the Earth. Mm-hmm. So they would go up there. Orbit the Earth for 10 to 12 days. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time in general for vacation. It's a long time, yes. And so they would they would participate in some research experiments, experiments but they would also, you know, I, I don't know, I guess have fun. They're in space. Yeah. But the trip in total would cost $9.5 million. So this is for the upper echelon. This is people crossing stuff off their bucket list. But think about this. This particular ship would make a complete orbit around Earth every 90 minutes. So that means that every single day, these people are seeing a sunrise and a sunset 16 times in Mm -hmm. one 24-hour period. Mm -hmm. So you're having like the most beautiful thing where you're literally seeing the Earth, where you're seeing sunrises and sunsets. It's it's literally unbelievable. It wouldn't technically be sunrises and sunsets, though. Right. Well, I mean, technically they're not sunrises and sunsets on Earth. Right, right, right. It's really just us moving around. But but they would see that process like 16 times in one day. 
So what do you think about that? Would you ever go to space if you had the option? Would you have the stones to get in there, have your stomach sucked up into your throat and then back <laughs> down? I mean, would you be into that? Uh, no, because space freaks me out. I've always said that. If I had the opportunity, I would not. I don't know if it's because of the movies I've seen. Sure. I don't know if it's because when you think about space in general, it freaks me out. I can't. I can't think about life. I can't think about space. I can't think about the infinity. I can't. I can't think about any of that without me getting freaked out. Just think about how small. No. And <laughs> I can't. I just can't. basically. Like no, even when I get in a plane, meaningless. Even when I get in a when I get in a plane with my dad or my brother or something, and I look down at our town, even that puts me like, oh man, we're just little ants. We're like yeah, we're literally ants just living on this rock. Like it it just freaked me out right now. Anyway, just think of the size of our Earth. We're literally just nothing. Yes. So I mean, that sounds awesome, and I bet there's going to be people that will sign up for that, and I'd love to see pictures. (laughs) <laughs> but I honestly, I probably wouldn't do that. It just, it's, it gives me anxiety just thinking about being in space and all the things that could go wrong. No. Yeah. Would you? Um, I don't know. It's easy to say yes, but when push comes to shove, I don't know. But I'm certainly intrigued by the thought of it. I mean, I love that advancement, you know. And if, okay, so say you don't have to pay for it. You won an all expense paid opportunity to go i would totally try i mean i'm sure you have to like go through the ringer of can you handle this physically mentally and i would totally at least try Mm -hmm. but being as i'm not a roller coaster guy i'm not into i'm not into the thrill i mean i don't have a problem like getting in planes or stuff like that but like until we can live in a star wars earth to where we can just lift off and just fly directly just go somewhere instead of having to blast off right that's, that'll change everything. Yeah. If you can just get in a plane or some sort of aircraft and just leave and go into space, that's change everything. Right. Well, we're getting closer. They're bringing back the supersonic. Oh, right. That's right. right. My particle. But um, yeah. So unless you have an $80,000 deposit for this bitch, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so, but this is going to launch in 2021 and then they're going to have their first round of passengers in 2022. Wow. That's yeah, super this early. This literally going on. So. That'll be really interesting to see how that works. So a starting quarterback in the NFL got in a wreck in his Ferrari. Who? And this starting quarterback, who's a former most valuable player, MVP, leading his team to a Super Bowl, not winning, but leading his team there and being the MVP, he got in a car wreck and it was with a dump truck. You told me Tom Brady got in a car wreck? Cam Newton. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so this is like the 10th car wreck he's been part of. What is with him in car wrecks? I don't know. I will say, though, that I think he ended up, like, helping somebody in one. Or is that in my opinion? No, there was another guy who did. Oh, okay. But he, somebody like, got, dragged someone out of a burning yeah. car or something. Okay. I don't know who it was. But, no, but yeah, like, he's been in, like, multiple wrecks. Hella car wrecks. He needs to pay more attention to the road. What Especially is he doing? if he's driving a Ferrari. Is he, like, on his cell phone or something? <laughs> I don't know. Is he needs to, he needs to get off the cell phone, use the hands-free. Quit texting the Instagram booty models and pay attention. Yeah. I don't know. He's not my favorite person anyway, but it makes it worse that he can't drive. No, he's <laughs> terrible, and he's running into dump trucks. Like, so, But no charges were filed, so I guess that's a good thing. Did we say anything this episode? No. <laughs> we, we did not. nothing. <laughs> well, this um, podcast is called That's What We Said because normally – We'll be either making predictions or we'll be, you know, saying like this is going to happen in the game where this is what we think is going to happen. But this podcast really wasn't a whole much about that. We were just talking about what had happened. Right. I mean, this is a living, breathing organism yeah. we're working with here. But 
what we can guarantee you is you're going to get hot sports takes. <laughs> you're going to get them here. You're going to get them here every time. And you know what? You're going to look back and you're going to say, you know what? I'll be damned. They did say that, didn't they? I heard that one. That's what we said on podcast episode number 1.3. 1.3. And that is what we're all about. So, But I'll tell you one thing. The Preds are making a deep playoff run. I don't they care are. whatever the history says about the President's Trophy. They are making a deep we're playoff it. run. We're breaking it. We are going to win big. Do you think we're going to win the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah. And I'm asking you this because by the next time we have a podcast it's episode. The playoffs will be started, I'm pretty sure. So you think that yeah. Preds are, you're 100% on the record thinking they're going to make the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Okay. They will. All right. Because listen, of course, if they didn't have that awesome of a season, I still would say that. But they've had a great season. Like such a great season. Very Now, true. the past, I don't want to say 10 games, we've had a handful that have been crap. But if you think about like all the games, like, they're gonna they're gonna have those games and they're gonna have those games in the playoffs. They're gonna have crap games in the playoffs, but they're gonna be more better than they are bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they're really really good this year with knowing what they need to fix and they fix it the next game. Now I am kind of iffy about Pekka because he. Did, I'm worrying about Pekka. He's not the best in playoff situations mentally. I think he overthinks, but I think he's getting to his end of he might be retiring soon. So I think he he'll be like this might be my last playoff run. Mm-hmm. It's Mike Fisher's last. I mean, they came back and paid him one million dollars just to play the playoffs. They know something's happening with this team. They would not have asked. They came to Mike and said, "Hey, would you be interested in doing this? Mm-hmm. Because we have got a kick-ass team about to up. go in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go all the way. We're the number one team in the league." Mike Fisher couldn't turn that down. No. I wouldn't turn down a million dollars to play or to wipe the ice for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I think the team knew that they were all gonna. They they just got so many good players. It's insane. They have to they have to turn down good players every game. Like have them sit on the bench just to make room for other good players. Yeah. It's insane. We're all healthy right now. We're looking good. We're looking positive. So yeah. Unless something insane happens, unless Kevin breaks another leg, or mm. if you know, God forbid, something happens to RV or Yossi or anything like that, we hope we would not. But oh, they're gonna they're gonna have a good run mm-hmm. for sure. All right, before we go, baseball yeah. season started. Who are, who are you feeling for baseball? Who do you think is gonna make a good run for the World Series? Do you have any picks or favorites? Um, I honestly, I, I don't have an educated enough decision to make that. I just, I just can't. I can't right now at this moment. Yeah. I can't. Later on, I will. Now, for football, I will say Rams will be in the Super Bowl. The Rams just got Brandon Cooks from the Patriots. Like I said, the Rams will be in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't think they will. And only because of Jared Goff. Like, I think he's a good system quarterback, but he's not leading anyone anywhere. That's what I feel like. Cowboys and Patriots, 2018. No, wait. 2019. 2019. I'm good with dates. Uh, Like I said earlier, I'm a math major, so... But anyway, well, yeah, I think we're I think we're all wrapped up. Yeah, thank you so much, all two of you, for listening. Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> so we'll see you next time on a brand new edition of That's What We Said. See ya.